Blue Collar Social Club, where white collar meets blue collar, and your average Joes talk about everything from sports to working on cars to bourbon to cigars to craft beers. You name it, we talk about it. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. Stay tuned to this week's episode. Welcome back to Blue Collar Social Club. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. And this is our Barbers of Main Street Barbershop Talk episode that we're doing weekly now. And we have race week in town. Speed Weeks are here in Daytona Beach, and we've had some um, race fans in. We've had some crew members in. And last night, we had Jennifer Joe Cobb on the podcast. So we're going to talk a little bit about the barbershop, what's going on this week, and all the race activities that are going on here in town. So how's it been, Ken? It's been pretty busy in here this week. We've got a lot of fans in town, a lot of traffic, and that's always a good thing for Daytona. I always tell people that every town has its industry, and our industry is tourism. So that would have to include the, uh, the races. Bike week is coming up right around the corner. Uh, like Michael said, we've got a lot of race fans that have been in the barbershop today and this past week. Uh, a few crew members, like tire changer type of people, had a guy in here today, I guess. I don't know if he owns Exalta or just one of the big uppity-ups with him. Had some real eye candy on his on his arm. Oh, yeah, he did. And, <laughs> yeah, she was real good looking. Yeah, he, he said something about... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're horn dogs. It's a barbershop. Yeah, what do you want me to say? We're, we're supposed to look at y'all's wives. But anyway, he said something about Trump being at the race on Sunday, not just being there, but I guess that his uh, limousine, or they call it the Beast. It's the vehicle that they drive the presidents around in. Armored car. The, arm, yeah, the, armored, the armored car, basically. They said that, uh, that that was going to be the pace car with him in it. And I hope that that's true. Yeah, that'd be awesome to see. I know Johnny was in earlier, too. He works with Jennifer Jokob's um, crew, and he, he was the um, car chief for Dale Earnhardt Sr. and the car chief for uh, Casey Kane. And he now works for with he, he now works with Jennifer Jokob, and he said the same thing, that Trump was going to be lead, driving the pace car, which was going to be the uh, Secret Service uh, vehicle. So that's going to be pretty cool to see on Sunday. He's supposed to be flying in Sunday morning. And so we'll be, we're going to be excited to see that. Now, one of my customers already seen the C-130 come in. That's the big airplane that carries all the, all the vehicles that's uh, made up in the presidential motorcade. And I guess everywhere the president goes, they bring on all these vehicles. Yeah, those uh, um, Secret Service vehicles. Yeah, I meant to ask Michael, what is Jennifer Joe Cobb's number? I guess she's racing in the truck races tomorrow night. Yeah, number 10. It's on number the back. Number 10. Yeah. So that should be easy for all you horn dogs out there. That was Danica Patrick's number, number yeah. ten. So it's an easy number to remember. Yeah, it'll be a white and pink car. It'll have Drive to Honor on the side of it. Driven to Honor is uh, is her sponsor, and what she does is uh, she gives out hot passes to female service members, and so they she gets them into the race for free. So she gives out I think four or five um, hot passes, VIP hot passes to uh, service women with the driven to honor, her Driven to Honor campaign. That's awesome. I, yeah. I appreciate anybody that does anything for the veterans, anybody that does anything for the police, fire, first responders. Yeah. You know, my hat's off to anybody that helps them out. Yeah, it was kind of cool to find out that Jennifer Jokob also works with the U.S. Embassy, and she was over in Russia for um, a month and a half 
traveling around with the U.S. Embassy as one of their ambassadors to the embassy. So um, that was really cool to find out as well. So y'all keep an eye out on the number 88 uh, pickup truck tomorrow night at the truck race. Yeah, and that's Matt Crafton. He comes in here and he usually comes in here and gets a haircut. I guess he must have got busy this year. He didn't make it in, him and Justin Allgaier. Yeah, the last few years, Matt Crafton has come in, but he didn't make it in this year. He said he was going to, so there's still time. Yeah, there's still time. He could still come in. The, they race tomorrow night, so they could still come in on Saturday because so, we're until 2 on Saturday. So it's still time for him and Justin to come in. Yeah, Matt cr- promised me that if he wins at Daytona, when he's mentioning all of his sponsors, he was going to mention the Main Street Barbershop. Yeah. So I'm going to hold him to that promise. And Jennifer Jokob is going to be putting the Blue Collar Social Club podcast on her uh, on her social media stuff too as well. So that's pretty cool for the bar, the barbershop as well to get the uh, podcast out there on uh, jo- Jennifer Jokob's uh, social media page. So that'll be cool to see. So Dukes, man. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, you're over here. We're sitting here talking about racing and Dukes is just sitting here chilling. That's it, you know. <laughs> been a long day it's been a long day I, went yeah. to, I wanted to go to the races i started looking at tickets today and this and that and getting the wife out uh trying to find a babysitter for the baby see if we can get out to the races but yeah i don't think it's going to happen this year it's just too much i don't know we've got a seven month old baby at the at the house so yeah. it's virtually impossible i don't know how else to do it well, the ticket prices are way too high yeah. yeah i looked at the the, the i don't want to say crappy i don't know if anybody's ever been to the you don't need to be a nascar fan to go to the races i'm not the biggest fan i don't watch it on tv i've tried to get into it doesn't really uh blow my skirt up but i'm but you go to a daytona 500 race you 100 will be a fan at least while you're there it is a blast you feel it, you smell the fuel, you, you feel the cars when they go by. It's a really freaking good time. So I just want to get the wife out there. She's never been to one and have a good time. But we, I start looking at tickets and the, I don't want to say the crappy seats, but the, the least expensive uh, seats for two, for two people to go was going to run us $450. For the mid, middle of the road seats, it was $600. And I didn't go up any higher now. I was, they, we're already out of my... Where I was comfortable spending. Then you add food on and top add, of that. And I eat like three times a minute, so I, <laughs> I, I, I'm running up. It's going to be a $1,000 bill by the time I get done there. So I I couldn't swing it this year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, I think the problem with NASCAR that NASCAR has right now is they've, pr- they've priced the blue-collar workers and their blue-collar fan base out of the market. You know, it, it, NASCAR was built on the backs of, you know, blue collar guys that love to go and watch the races you know your everyday average joes that just love you know working on cars and things like that and now they've completely priced them out of the market and it just it sucks that you know the average guy out here can't just go watch a nascar race without having to pay an arm and a leg i mean 250 bucks a ticket i mean that's for the crappy seats for the crappy seats that's not even want to call it crappy that's what it is yeah there's not really any bad seats at daytona i mean the way they got the stands set up they're pretty good seats all the way around but yeah for 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 their lowest seats being 250 bucks that's just crazy you know yeah it's tough yeah it's tough But, but one of these days nascar will figure it out and they'll uh they'll put the price back where the average fans can go and watch it they they still got. I was on the website looking at it, and they don't have a lot of open seats. I mean, they don't have a lot of open seats, so apparently it's yeah. I, I don't know if they're happy. I'm, you know. Yeah, and they're they're saying it, they haven't sold out yet. Usually they're sold out by they're Friday. On, they're yeah. on the break. They're on the break oh, of it, so the they'll break. probably still sell out this year. 
And um, that's good for them, but still, they're still pricing out the average worker. And it would be nice to see them, you know, change that a little bit where they can get the average blue-collar worker back into um, into the NASCAR seats where they're not breaking their bank trying to do it. I agree. So, I agree. But that's why you see a lot of these home tracks like New Smyrna and Volusia County Speedways uh, flourishing. I mean, those things are packed every single weekend because they're still priced where your average blue-collar blue worker can get to them. So it's always and a good you thing. You go in and afford it for the family, the kids. Because that's what you want to do. You want to take your family. You want to bring your kids. You want to make a thing of it. Yeah. But if you're asking that much, I mean, I can't imagine being in your situation. Hey, let's grab the kids. Four kids, wife. Impossible. Oh, yeah. Impossible. It is not possible. You should be able to take your family to the races. That's a big deal. I grew oh, yeah. up. And my dad, my dad used to drag me. I've been to so many 500s, I can't even explain Right. And it's just what we would do. And everybody would go. Everybody would have a whole seat. We'd have 15 people sitting there, all of my dad's friends and his family. And everybody would go and no one even cared. But it was more affordable. Right. And I'd be like, hey, Dad, I want a hot dog. And, you know, you just, and they're throwing crap. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. Uh, but, yeah, it's very expensive. Now, I can't, I can't imagine being in your situation with four kids, a wife, and yourself trying to go. I, I, I don't right. even know what that would cost. It would probably cost close to 800 bucks, I'd say. Shit more than that. Yeah, my wife well, and I alone were going to be. Yeah, your wife. Yeah, you and me. Five hundred. I think under five. And we haven't even bought been, anything yeah. yet. We're not even they in the have, door. Did they have a kid discount? I don't know. I can't remember if they had a kid discount or not. But you know, you want to get the the memorabilia as well. You want the t-shirt. Right. You want the koozie. You know the 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 hot dog. You want to get everything. You know right. what I mean? That it's more than it is. Yeah. So that's yeah, true. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. I'll get it next year. Yeah, get us on a kick on what NASCAR should do to to better themselves. That's right. Yeah. We, since we know, since we, we do. Know know. How to, yeah, we, we do know. Us naturally. Yeah, we we naturally know that NASCAR should lower the prices so they can get the blue collar worker back. Well, that's because we're blue collar workers, right? That's absolutely. Right. And are any of us going to the race? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think all of us would like to go to the race. Yeah. Hey, we've been pushing all week for someone to get us into the race for like free. Yeah, like, that's what we'd like. I'd rather watch it at home. I've been yeah. out there so many times, and, and like Duke said, it's a blast. Even if you're not a motorhead, not a fan, guarantee if you go to one of these NASCAR races, you will have a good time. But the fact is, you see more on TV. You can rewind it. You can pause it. They play replays. So you, you actually see more on TV than you do at the race. So I'm going to enjoy staying at home this Sunday. I'm going to go to Publix on Saturday night. I'm going to pick up a couple of filet mignons and some baking potatoes, and we're going to have a steak dinner and watch the race on Sunday afternoon. And it'd be probably cheaper than what it would cost you to go get a, a hot dog at, at the track. Two, two hot dogs, two lemonades, 20 bucks. An hour yeah. later, two more hot dogs, two more lemonades, another 20 bucks. You just dropped 40. That's I right. can get the steak dinner. I've already I've done it a couple of years in a row now. Twenty-eight dollars. Yeah, that's the steak, the potato, the salad, the vegetable, and an apple pie. Yeah. $28. Hey, and you get a better view from the TV. So. That's right. And you know what's going on. So, Ken, you are pretty busy today. I was busy. I was yeah. pretty much nonstop yeah. from 6.30 on. Yeah, and we took a video of uh, of the barbershop about, this is about 1 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I lost, lose it was track. probably around 2 o'clock. Okay. It, it was like, it, every seat was filled and it was busy. We started out kind of slow this morning, but it picked, our, it picked right up, you know. So that, that was always good. It's been a real good week. Yeah, it has. I'll tell you, I'm just really proud of these two guys. They get along real good. 
I feel good about the team that we that we have here at the Main Street Barbershop. Uh, we kind of complement each other. Uh, all three of us are different, but we complement each other. You know, it's 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 a good mix. I feel real good about it. Oh yeah, and it's been a good. You know, Duke started right after Christmas, the day after Christmas, and then I came back uh, from my vacation back home uh, the first week of January, and. Ever since then, man, it just seems like the the shop is just gelling together, and Duke's coming on board, and uh, and, and really, you really, man, it's, we're we're glad to have you. It's it's been it's been a fun two months already. I know yeah. it has been getting close to two yeah, months. Yeah, two it's months already. It's unbelievable. Well, I can't believe Michael's been with me now for almost three years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been two and a half years now. Yeah, isn't it? it's hard yeah, to we, imagine. Yeah, we moved down here. Um, we, seven months ago. Yeah, yeah, we moved down here to the new shop seven months ago, and it's like. Crazy to think, we're like, holy crap! Has it been that long that we've been in this new new shop? You know, it's, and it's all coming together too. There's little little things still to put together, but uh, in the last seven months, we've made some changes. We moved some stations around and, and made it a little bit bigger on our on the barber side where the barber shop chairs are, and you know, just little tweaks here and there. But you know, it's all come together really, really good. I think. Yeah, that's it's awesome, and you know, I wonder just say something real quick too you know we appreciate your guys business you guys come in here and you see us and i mean not all barbers get the opportunity to tell you because we can't tell we don't want to sound like a a tape recorder just you know repeating ourselves over and over again but i just really like reminding you guys how much we appreciate your business um there's a lot of corporations running around with big money and they're just throwing money at your hair clippers hair super clips and whatever the hell they're called all these places and their turnovers rapidly they're not taking care of their employees and it's just big business it's just like a walmart we're your it's a family ran it's a good old boy place you come in you spend your money and guess what you're supporting us this is our career this is how we make a living and you come in and it's it's cheaper than those places and it goes to the community and we give it right back to you guys in your business. You come in here, you own your own shop. Guess what? We say, hey, go on down to Joe's Auto. He has a great place over there. Go on over to the cigar shop. Go over to this bar. Go over here. Let this guy do your taxes. Let this guy take care of you. It, it's, it comes back to you. Absolutely. And, and, and we appreciate your business, and we thank you guys for coming in. And you know what? Tell your friends. Go to the barber shop. Get your hair taken care of. Go make up some bullshit tell some lies let's talk about the things that men are supposed to talk about we'll laugh we'll have a good time and it it just and and jesus you get a massage at the end and we're going to do better on your hair than any hair cutter is going to do best happy ending on the block you get a a back rub and you get sucked off at the end come on man with a with a vacuum with With a vacuum with a vacuum vacuum. vacuum. (laughs) maybe a reach around maybe a reach around did we mention it was a vacuum (laughs) yeah we must we must mention that it is a vacuum (laughs) But it is true, man. When you're when you come into a, a family-owned uh, local barber shop, you're giving back to the community, and we give back to you guys. You know, I'm I'm not gonna go to a body shop or a car, you know, a car salesman that I, that I don't know. I'm gonna give back to the guys that sit in my chair and that I cut their hair. You know, I only get my cigars from a cigar shop that comes in here and gets their hair cut, and I only get tattoos from guys that I do. Um, haircuts on you know because i'm going to support those who support me and um that's the reason i support everybody in our local community here because you know i'm, I'm going to give back to those um 
like Humphrey's Jewelers across the street. You know, I'm only going to buy my jewelry for my wife at Humphrey's Jewelers. Why? Right. Because he comes in here and he gets his hair cut. I feel like the national anthem should be playing in the background here. Yeah, absolutely. This. this is about, this is what it is serious. This is America. This and that's is the thing. We, wanna, we just want to thank you guys, all of our all of our clients that come in here and get their hair cut that support us. We want to let you know, man, we, we support you guys too. We're going to, we, we like keeping it small business and um, we like supporting those businesses that are here in the Daytona beach and surrounding areas. So <laughs> if y'all could only seen what walked by the barbershop just now, that oh, was, did I miss something? Yeah. You look down. <laughs> we had, we had to pause for the site that was walking by. Sorry. I but, missed it. Uh, <laughs> you seen it too, didn't you? He saw it. <laughs> hey, that's the great thing about being on Main Street is uh, we get the great sights that walk back to the beach and back from the beach. <laughs> but there's also some that you just you're rather like not, rather not <laughs> see. Some things you just can't things unsee. Things you can't unsee. Yeah. Especially during Bike Week and Biketoberfest. You got those uh, crazy things that uh, you just want to say why. Why? <laughs> why did you do that? That's right. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do what that? What made you think that I wanted to see yeah. that? Just a reminder, everybody, we will be open normal hours during bike week. And um, just look. Remember, we're going to have the tents up in front. We're going to have the tents up down the side. So look for the barbershop flags. They are red, white, and blue flags with barbershop written on them. And remember, we're right across the street from Victory Tattoo and Smoky Cigars Bars and the Harley Davidson shop. So just a reminder that we are across the street from those locations and just look for the barbershop flags that will be flying out front and hanging off the front of the barbershop. Believe us, you will not see the barbershop during bike week because of all the tents. So you must look for those barbershop flags. We're also going to be on the hog with our advertisement. So just make sure you listen to the hog and um, listen for those ads because it'll also direct you straight to the barbershop. We both we have both entrances. We have the front entrance and the side entrance. So, and we'll have those flags out front. So look for those flags. They say barbershop on them, and they have the red, white, and blue uh, barbershop stripes on them as well. So and make don't, sure. Don't ask us about parking either, because nobody has any parking during right. Bike Week. Yeah, we're going to be looking for parking ourselves. So uh, right. it's going to be crazy down here. So just. Just a reminder, I wanted to throw that out on the podcast to let you guys know that the um, to look for those barbershop flags. And just a reminder, the last Saturday of Bike Week, the last Saturday of Bike Week is Santos Palooza, and we did have to move that from Santos Cycles to Ormond Brewery due to the city of Daytona. So just a reminder, the city of Daytona has put a nix on it being at Santos Cycles. It will be beginning around... I'd say 5 o'clock. It'll be starting at 5 o'clock at Ormond Brewery. The city of Ormond has said that we could have the Santos Palooza the last Saturday. That's March 14th at Ormond Brewery. So it will be at Ormond Brewery starting around 5 o'clock for the Santos Palooza. And so if you are looking for where that's going, it's going to be at Ormond Brewery on Division in Ormond, on Division Street in Ormond. So uh, we've been talking about that on the podcast, the Santos Palooza. So we're all excited about that. It's going to be one big party down there at Ormond Brewery since we had to move it off of Beach Street or Blue Road to uh, move it to Ormond Brewery. So we thank you guys, we thank you guys um, for listening to our podcast. We will be having our Bike Week t-shirts. Our Bike Week t-shirts will be available in the next two weeks. This year's Bike Week t-shirt, we are moving away from the um, 
more political t-shirts. We're moving away from the uh, sexy the sexy and sleazy ones, and we're going to a Bike Week t-shirt honoring our public se- our public service members here in Daytona. We're going to have one of the motorcycle cops, Jeff Cahill, on the t-shirt with us with Daytona PD, and we're also going to have one of our firefighter motorcycle uh, guys on it. Um, Rick Williams. Rick Williams. And so they'll be on the t-shirt with the Daytona police bike and the Daytona fire bike in front of the barbershop. So these these uh, barbershop bike week t-shirts are going to be pretty awesome this year, honoring our public service uh, members, the, the Daytona Police Department and the Daytona Fire Department. Those shirts should be available in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned to the podcast and keep a lookout on our Main Street Barbershop Facebook page and the Blue Collar Social Club Facebook page for those Bike Week t-shirts. We've sent in the art to the artist. He is working on the drawings right now, so they should be available in the next week or two. So stay tuned for those Bike Week t-shirts. They are going to be pretty awesome. I'm really excited about them. It's going to have me, Dukes, and Ken standing in front of the barbershop with two motors bikes flanking us. So you'll have the um, Daytona police bike and the Daytona fire bike on there as well so stay tuned for those t-shirts we'll be posting those pictures on the main street barbershop daytona beach facebook page and the blue collar social club facebook page here in the next couple of weeks but we're glad to, that you guys were back with us i need to take a breath there i probably should have dukes is i'm like, checking him out i'm making he's sure like, he's still with us he's still with us <laughs> he's breathing but his chest is rising he's good luckily to go. i can edit that <laughs> <laughs> All right. We thank you guys for listening to the Blue Collar Social Club podcast and the um, Barbers of Main Street Barbershop Talk episode. Wait Hold a second. On. Hold on. Wait one. Wait, wait one. Wait a second. Ken had uh, made a suggestion that when we finish the Barbers of Main Street Barbershop Talk episode, we should finish it with a joke. And uh, so I've been asking Ken all day if he's thought of the joke that he is going to tell. And he has some good ones. This guy has some of the best jokes in the business. Working with Ken is like working from with somebody out of like a '90s '80s action movie. Like I feel like it's Bruce Willis or something. Every other every other word is like a one liner. <laughs> it's it's intense. It is. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm over there shaking my head, laughing the bulk of the time. <laughs> and it's stuff. I'm already starting to hurt, hear things I've heard, and it still gets me every single time. I just can't believe he's hey, saying Andrew. it. After almost three years, it, it's still funny. Like there's things that I'm like, like this morning when the uh, when the hot chick was in here with the uh, Hendrix guy. Yeah, I was like, I was waiting for it because she. Has I couldn't. To go. I was too. I was like, yeah. no, she's I, gonna say it. I didn't say anything. I was like, uh, it was like I was in a church. I was just like listening. She, she yeah. was the wrong kind of girl to yeah. pull that one on. Yeah. So Ken usually tells us that. one joke about there being a red flashing light. <laughs> when the girls, <laughs> the girls ask if they could use the bathroom, I'll say, yeah, it's way back there on the right. And as they start walking toward the bathroom, I said, oh, by the way, just ignore the red blinking light in there. It's not really a camera. <laughs> don't don't yeah. mind it. Don't and mind so, the red blinking light. So the girl that was in here, the hot chick with the with the Hendricks guy, asked if she could use our bathroom. And I was waiting for it. I like paused. I was like, I he's going to say it. I, I'm, I'm cutting. It. My scissors, my shoes are moving. My comb and everything just stopped. And I'm like, like, wait a second. Is he going to say it? Wait, wait. For it. No. <laughs> and it was just silent. I was like, huh. Crickets. Crickets. Was she, like, she wasn't the right kind of girl to pull that on. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny because I was so waiting on it. <laughs> All right, tonight's joke. I was going to save this for a special moment. Oh, this is a special moment. <laughs> There's a fly flying over this stream. He's about two inches off the, the surface of the water. 
and there's this trout. He's down in the water, and he's looking up there at that fly, and that trout thinks to himself, if that fly just drops two inches, I'm going to jump up and snatch it, and I'm going to have me a fly for breakfast. Well, there's this bear standing over on the bank, and this bear sees that fly buzzing around the water, and that bear thinks to himself, you know, if that fly just drops two inches, some trout's going to jump up and grab that fly, and I'm going to reach out and grab that trout, and I'm going to have me a trout for breakfast. Well, there's this hunter sitting over there. He's hiding over there in his little his stand, and he sees that bear peeking out from behind the tree, but he can't quite get a shot at it. But that, that hunter, he sees that fly buzzing around above that trout stream, and that hunter thinks to himself, you know, if that fly just drops two inches, that bear's going to reach out to grab that trout. The trout's going to jump up and grab the fly, and the bear's going to reach out and grab the trout, and I'm going to shoot that bear, and I'm going to have me some bear steaks for breakfast. So that hunter's sitting there munching on a sandwich, just biding his time. And this mouse, he's hiding in that underbrush, and he looks up there at that hunter, and he wants a bite of that sandwich. And he gets to thinking, that mouse, he looks over there, and he sees that fly buzzing around that, that trout stream. And that, that mouse thinks to himself, he says, you know, if that fly just drops two inches, some trout's going to go up and grab that, that fly. That bear's going to come out from behind the tree to grab the trout. That hunter's going to drop his sandwich and grab his gun to shoot the bear. And when he drops that sandwich, I'm going to grab that sandwich. I'm going to have me a sandwich for breakfast. Well, there's this cat up in the tree. That cat wants that mouse, but he can't get a good <laughs> shot at him. But that cat looks over there at the trout stream. And he sees that fly buzzing around there, and that cat thinks to himself, you know, if that fly just drops two inches, some trout's going to jump up and grab that fly. That bear's going to come out from behind that tree to grab the trout. That hunter's going to drop a sandwich to grab his gun to shoot the bear. That mouse is going to run out from under the cover to grab that sandwich, and I'm going to jump out of the tree and grab that mouse, and I'm going to have me a mouse for breakfast. Well, sure enough, that, trout dropped, that fly dropped two inches. The trout jumped up and grabbed the fly. The bear reaches out and grabs the trout. The hunter drops his gun, his, his sandwich and grabs his gun and shoots the bear. The mouse runs out from behind the cover to grab the sandwich, and the cat jumps out of the tree to grab the, that mouse, and the cat misses, and he lands in the water. And it just goes to show you if that, that fly drops two inches, you're going to see a wet pussy. <laughs> That's the joke of the day. Oh. And, and stay right. tuned for next week's episode for our next joke from Ken the Barber. Or from Dukes or from Mike. <laughs> all right. Until next time, you all have a great one. See you, Facebook. Bye, guys. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Blue Collar Social Club podcast. If you all would like to make a suggestion for next week's episode, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash Club and hit the support tab, and it'll take you to where you can make a monthly donation to the podcast. Any donation made to the podcast would be greatly appreciated due to the fact it does take a lot of effort and time to put these podcast episodes out there for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting us. And remember, you guys have a great week.